Good afternoon, members and friends of Elmira Baptist Church. You are listening to Elmira and You. I'm Pastor Scott. Welcome. Today is Thursday, March 30th, 2023, and this will be the final March episode of Elmira and You. Let me begin with a quote today. Robert Frost said, quote, A bank is a place where they lend you an umbrella in fair weather and ask for it back when it begins to rain. End quote. Well, we've had a lot of rain, and we've had some bank failures recently, which leads me to a second quote, this one by missionary Joy Ritterhoff. She said this, quote, Friends are saying to me, what are people who are living by faith going to do when the money gets tight and depression comes? The thought came to me that the real question is, what are people who are not living by faith going to do? End quote. This Sunday, the children are going to sing to us. They have a presentation entitled, My Jesus is Alive, and I'm excited to have them come and present that to us. In the morning, we will be looking at a difficult topic. It's one that has been weighty for me this week as I've been working on it, and that is the crucifixion of our Savior. Although it is difficult, it is good for us to be reminded that Jesus Christ was poured out on our behalf, that he suffered cruel torture and inhumane execution unjustly because he knew that we needed our sins paid for and he died on our behalf. I've entitled the message, The Road to Golgotha. I'd encourage you to read all of Matthew chapters 27 or if you would, just Matthew 27 verses 26 through 38. Now, in the evening, I want to finish my message about the unjust steward, and I know that we first picked that up about three weeks ago now. Several things have come up between when we started. If you would reread Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 15, verses 1 through 8 contain the parable of the unjust steward, and then verses 9 through 15 give us some lessons from that parable. So again, looking at the parable of the unjust steward, lessons we can learn from that, Luke chapter 16, verses 1 through 15. We will attempt to live stream Sunday school, morning worship, and evening worship, and then afterwards post those sermons and Bible studies to sermon audio. But don't miss your chance to worship our Savior this Sunday. You can help us. This past Sunday, we had the most people in attendance that we've had all year. And the next two weeks, I expect that we'll have lots of visitors. I know I've already invited people to come. I know you are inviting people and we are praying. So let's help our visitors find a seat. Let me make three quick suggestions. Number one, if you have invited someone and you are expecting them to come, plan to meet them outside, perhaps they're on the church's patio, maybe in the foyer, and then sit with them. That'll help everyone get together. So get together with your guests and sit with them. Number two, please leave the back two rows of seats open for those who are infirm, the elderly, those with children in their arms, and for visitors. So again, if you are not elderly and you are not infirm and you do not have children in your arms, then please do not sit in those final two rows, but leave those for our guests, for the elderly, the infirm, and those with very small children. Third, 
the ushers may ask you to move, especially if there's one of you or two of you. They may ask you to scoot down. They may ask you to move to another row to open up more seats for our guests. Please cooperate with our ushers. Here's some events on the upcoming schedule this Saturday, two days from now, April 1st, we want to go out and blitz our local neighborhoods. Cindy has worked diligently and has prepared many, literally hundreds of invitations for us to distribute. And so let me encourage you to come on out on Saturday, April 1st and help us distribute those. We'll begin at 10 o'clock in the morning. This Sunday, as I mentioned, the children are going to present My Jesus is Alive at the 11 o'clock worship. Friday, April 7th, the teens will gather at the church, 5.30, they'll have dinner, go out blitzing, and they'll be done by 9 o'clock. And then the next Saturday morning, Saturday, April 8th, we'll also meet at 10 o'clock to go out and leave invitations at people's doors. Sunday, April 9th is Resurrection Sunday. There'll be a sunrise service at 6.45, followed by a light breakfast. 9.45 will be Sunday school, 11 o'clock morning worship, 5 o'clock will be evening worship, and we'll follow that with a Lord's Supper. Sunday, April 16th, Brad Cranston of Baptist for Biblical Values will be with us. And then also on Sunday, April 16th, in the evening, we're going to meet with the First Baptist Church of Pinole. Yes, it's the First Baptist Church of Pinole, but they meet in San Pablo. We're going to meet with them for a time of congregational singing and preaching. Dr. Bill Patterson and his wife Marcy will be with us from Sunday, April 23rd to Sunday, April 30th for a family conference. They'll be with us all day on Sunday, April 23rd, then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday evening at 7 o'clock in the evening. Thursday, there'll be a homeschool group that meets. Dr. Bill Patterson is going to preach to the children. Friday, April 28th will be our Star Watch party, and he will speak to that group as well. And then on Sunday, April 30th, he'll preach to us again in the morning. On Sunday, May 14th, Mother's Day, we would like to have a child dedication service. If you are interested in dedicating your child or children to the Lord, please let me know and we can talk through the details. We're going to move our May fellowship up by one week and have our Sunday food and fellowship on May 21st, because on Monday, May 29th, Memorial Day, we'd like to have a church picnic. Sunday, June 4th, we want to have graduate recognition night. Let me know if you have a kindergarten student, high school student, or college graduate that you would like to participate in that. Vacation Bible School is June 19th to the 23rd, and our summer camp week is July 17th to the 22nd. Do you remember the homework that we had from this past Sunday? I asked you to pray for two things this week, and I just want to remind you to continue to pray that Elmira Baptist Church would long for a fresh and renewed filling of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit never leaves us. He never forsakes us. But we can become insensitive to His guidance and His energy in our lives. Pray that that spirit of sensitivity would be renewed. Remember what Isaiah 44 says, I will pour water on him that is thirsty. I will pour floods upon the dry ground. And secondly, pray for the Holy Spirit's power during this harvest season. Here in 2023, May, June, July, and August, we're organizing to go out two by two and witness to people. We're also inviting folks to come this Sunday and the following Sunday to hear the gospel preached 
pray that the Holy Spirit's power, that Holy Spirit conviction would be upon the hearts of those that are not saved, and that they would come to faith in Jesus Christ, be baptized, be added to Elmira Baptist Church. Second, would you pray for Christians around the world who often face persecution and terrorist attacks during this time of Easter or Resurrection Sunday? Because Christians venerate this time of year, because they gather more often in countries outside of the United States, they're often a target for terrorist attacks or for government persecution. So let's pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Our devotional today comes from Psalm 73:26. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. This is our verse for memorization and meditation this week, and I hope it's been a blessing to you. I've been memorizing it or meditating on it, and I had it backwards. My heart and my flesh faileth. But the Bible says my flesh and my heart faileth. My flesh is an acknowledgement that sometimes our bodies fail us. My heart faileth is an acknowledgement that sometimes our souls grow weary. So what do you do when you just can't do it anymore? When you've reached the end of your rope, when all of your resources are expended, when you have no more energy, no more emotions left, what do you do? You lean into God's grace. I remember a time in my personal life, we had just gotten to Mongolia. I was teaching English in order to stay in the country. And I was teaching English, frankly, without a curriculum. I was handed a set of topics to teach with no book, no pictures, no outline, no syllabus. This is what we want you to teach. But there wasn't anything there. So each day I had to create my own lesson plans and create my, find my own pictures and get my own handouts ready. On top of that, I was studying Mongolian five days a week. Mongolian is a hard language to learn. And then I was trying to start a church and I was trying to spend time with family. Sometimes I would get up in the morning and I would say to God, if you don't help me today, I can't do it. And you know what? God always helped. And I was always able to do it. Because God's grace will always be sufficient. Now, we must trust Him. We must obey Him. We must wait on Him. But His grace will always be sufficient. So when you come to the end of your rope, tell God. He already knows, but tell Him. And ask for His grace. Remember that Sunday is our chance to worship the Lord, the one who gave His Son because He loved us, to redeem us from sin. Don't miss Sunday school at 9.45, worship at 11, and again, evening worship at 5 o'clock. We also meet on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock for a time of Bible study and prayer. You can find us at 6111 California Pacific Road near Vacaville, California. Now, this is the last podcast for March, but you can join me next week in April for another edition of Elmira and you.